Greetings and salutations. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Talking Points with yours truly. Happy Taco Tuesday. It is the 12th day of the 12th month of 2023. Today is the Festival of Unmentionable Thoughts. I guess the idea behind this holiday is that since freedom of thought is important to a democratic existence, dictators and autocrats often crack down on freedom of thought to suppress human rights. But, according to National Today, unmentionable or otherwise, we should be free to think our own thoughts. Now, this may be true, but I prefer to let the Holy Spirit guide my thoughts, because when I don't, my mind can go to places it shouldn't. It also is International Day of Neutrality, established by the United Nations, advocating for the possibility of a utopian world. The day focuses on advocating and campaigning for mutually beneficial and friendly relations between countries. In other words, the UN wants us all to be like Switzerland, the most neutral nation in the world. Sorry, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Now, it was a busy weekend, as they usually are during the holidays. Various uh, parties and get-togethers pretty much Thursday through Monday. Uh, there were some pretty big sports stories. Jaden Daniels of LSU won the Heisman Trophy on Saturday. And if you recall, I mentioned last week that Bo Nix was the favorite, but if I had a vote, Daniels would be my guy. Too bad I wasn't in Vegas to place my bet. The big story on Sunday should have been the Niners punishing those dirty Seahawks in a chippy game that saw DK Metcalf and Diamador Lenore ejected for fighting, or the Cowboys dominating Philly. And what happened to the Eagles? I mean, they had been 10-1, and and they looked like the favorite to be the top seed in the NFC, but they have been pretty terrible the last two weeks and they now sit at 10 and 3 tied with the 49ers who own the tiebreaker having beaten them both but the eagles do have the easiest remaining schedule among the contenders so they still have some hope but what everyone was talking about was kansas city and patrick mahomes's meltdown now it looked like the chiefs had scored the go-ahead touchdown when travis kelsey caught a pass then he threw a lateral back to Kadarius Tony, who took it in for the score. But wait, there was a flag on the play, laundry on the field. Tony lined up offside. Now, despite what was an obvious infraction, Mahomes threw a tantrum on the sidelines, slamming his helmet, then cussing out one of the sideline officials. I mean, I mean, he went off. And when he met up with Josh Allen of the Bills at midfield after the game, there were no congratulations in order. The Mikes picked Mahomes up, saying, Wildest effing call I've ever seen. Offensive offsides on that play, man. Effing terrible. So his chili was still running a little hot. Now, in the post game, he continued to criticize the call and the refs in general. And basically, his reasoning was there had been no warnings all game for a receiver lining up offsides. And it shouldn't have been called at that point in the game. Now, Coach Andy Reid joined in the griping and said there should have been a warning as well but the referee defended the call. I mean, basically it was egregious enough that a warning isn't required in that situation. 
Tony just made a boneheaded mental mistake and a story. Man, I have Kansas City Chiefs fatigue. I am so tired of this team. They're always on TV for one thing. And all this Taylor Swift ridiculousness, that was already too much. And on that quarterback documentary on Netflix, I really found Mahomes to be kind of a... Well, I'll just say he's not very humble. And he has a filthy mouth. And I know it's football and it's a violent sport. He isn't the only one out there dropping F-bombs. But he's the leader of the team and the face of the franchise. And he, and, and he just looked like an entitled big baby after that game. And I remember his first few years, I rooted for him. Everybody did, I think. But from the outside, at least, he seems to have changed and not for the better. Now, I know Tom Brady thought he was entitled to every call, too, when he played. I get it. He would get frustrated with his own team. Now, Mahomes misdirected his frustration and his anger. Casey has the most drops in the NFL, the most offensive penalties, and they are last in the league in fourth quarter, scoring at three points per game. He should be pissed at himself and his team. Now, on a lighter note, my fantasy team, Vandalay Industries, finished the regular season in first place by two games with a record of 11-3, and so I'll have a first-round bye for the playoffs. I've always said there is a lot of luck involved in fantasy football. Injuries can derail your season really quick, or you can play the wrong guy, leaving points on your bench. But the sun shined on Vandalay so far this season. Sunday was no different. I I thought it would be a good idea to play George Pickens in the flex spot instead of Jameer Gibbs. One of the few times I'd done something stupid like that. Fortunately for me, Raheem Mostert and Evan Ingram went off, and my opponent had Tyreek Hill, who went out with an injury uh, for much of last night's game. And C.J. Stroud was his quarterback. Stroud got hurt and only scored 3.64 points. And that's just how it's gone for me so far. Hopefully the football gods will continue to smile upon me. You know how I tend to run across the occasional odd story. Well, I have one for you. An Ohio man declared he still loves his girlfriend after she shot him in the testicle. Well, let me correct that. She's his ex-girlfriend now. Charlie Glenn said he was asked by his ex-girlfriend, 36-year-old Tanya Nestor, to go for a walk. When he realized that she had a pistol on her, according to a report from WXIX. And uh, here's what Glenn told the news station. The alleged victim is 49-year-old Charlie Glenn. Wanted me to take a walk with her. And I found out that she had a pistol with her. and I, She said it was a pellet run. And I, I said, well, let me see it because I'm not going to go anywhere with you if you got a gun. And she pulled it out and, and shot me. She pulled the pistol out and shot me. And I, I, I proceeded to take the pistol from her at that point and uh, got her down. And you know, my family members called the 911 because I was shot and bleeding. Now, when asked by the dispatcher if it was just the one wound, Glenn said, one shot, but I think it went through my testicle into my butt cheek and out. Here, here, here's more. It's horrible. Glenn says Nestor is taking medication for a mental disability. I mean, you want to say something to her? I mean, you want an apology from her? You want no, no. I don't expect nothing from her. I, I still to this day love her. And if she ever gets better. 
Yikes. I think I'd probably just close the book on that relationship. I mean, I don't know what is harder for me to imagine. Getting shot in one of my balls and have it exit out my butt cheek? Or actually considering dating the chick who shot me there? Thanks for listening today. This podcast is available on Apple and Spotify. Please hit that follow button. If you like what you hear, please share. I'd really appreciate it. And I appreciate you. Remember to be kind to one another and keep on keeping on. God bless. Thank you.